Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our partners, the Florida Coaches Coalition. We coach the global community of women in high school sports and Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You've heard me say many times, these are four great organizations. You should really add them to your network. And now don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes as we give our sponsors their shout out. These are all great companies that I used as an athletic director or as a coach. You should be using them too. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their support of the podcast. Gipper's the official social media graphics solution for the Educational AD Podcast. And if you go to Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to create world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. You can do it in seconds on any device. You don't need any experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. Celebrate your teams, promote your athletes. Go to Gipper.com. Mention the podcast, you'll get a nice discount. That's Gipper.com. We also want to say thanks to Home Campus. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association information management platform. And it's your one-stop platform for things like scheduling, student athlete eligibility and clearance, coaches clearance, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just great. Uh, if you want to find out more about what Home Campus can do for you, all you have to do is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school record boards for all the teams, for all the sports, or display your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their great products. When you're ready to buy, mention the podcast. You'll get a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thank you to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school, and our coaches just loved the tools that they provided that let them coach our kids at their highest level. Go to huddle.com and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 8 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, and see their tables and their scoreboards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, check out all of their great products today. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. Their team is going to show you how to sell tickets for your events, not just athletic events, but things like school plays and concerts, school dances, even graduation. And the best part, every account is assigned a dedicated client success manager to provide hands-on support. That's every single account. Go to Hometown Ticketing. You're going to find digital ticketing that offers more. We also want to say thank you to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. There's SnapRaise, the fundraising platform. Uh, they're the only one that will actually give you your money before you actually start your fundraiser. But there's so much more. You've got Snap Manage, Snap Connect, Snap Store, and a whole lot more. You'll find it all 
at snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to show you how they can create a custom survey that lets you take the pulse of your players and your parents. Athletic directors already hear back from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe. Athletic Surveys connects you with that 2%, but they also connect you with the 98% that love your program. That's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. See what they can do for you. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going to the great state of Alabama, and we're going to be visiting today with Meredith Donald. Meredith is a certified athletic administrator. She's the athletic director and the head volleyball coach at St. Luke's Episcopal School, and that's in Mobile, Alabama. Um, Meredith, uh, I know it's a busy time of the year. School just started and you've got volleyball, but uh, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Well, you and I connected. I thought you'd be a great guest. I'm excited to you know hear how you do things there at your school. So let's go and jump right in. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that bio, you know, where you were born, where you grew up, maybe take us up through your own college years, and then we'll take a break and then come back and hear about your early career. But what's the Meredith Donald origin story? So I was born and raised in Mobile, um, went to high school in Mobile, went to college in Mobile, uh, went to McGill, high, uh, McGill Tulin for high school, and then I uh, went to Spring Hill College um, for college. I played volleyball both all, all four years of high school and all four years of my college career. So I played for the great Peggy Martin. Um, so that's that's kind of the gist of it, I guess. <laughs> I majored in business um, and I got, also got my MBA from Spring Hill um, later down the road, so. Well, let's go and dive into a, a little bit of uh, your high school background. I think when people hear Alabama, right, wrong, good or bad, you know, they're going to think football. But what was your volleyball experience like uh, at your school? Well, we were we, we were called the Dirty Dozen. Um, my coach was really tough. She's actually at Spanish Fort now, and she's one of my best friends. Um, but she really pushed us hard. Uh, she worked us exceptionally hard. So I was definitely prepared for college. Um, I was, I was a libero. So, um, you know, we, we did more footwork, you know, quickness, that sort of thing. Um, and it kind of continued on to the college level. Um, but yeah, it, it was tough. I loved it. I loved every minute of playing. I, uh, I do anything to play ball. So <laughs> now volleyball is one of those sports that I think, um, is more common that you hear about the year round athlete, you know, with clubs and tournaments and AU and all that. Were you uh, a multi-sport athlete or did you just focus on volleyball? I was a multi-sport athlete up to freshman year. Um, I played basketball as well. Um, and I actually grew up playing golf. I didn't play in, in high school or anything. But um, when it came to volleyball, I just loved it so much. I wanted to do it year round and it kind of took away from basketball a little bit. So it wasn't really fair that I I couldn't fully commit to, to basketball. So I ended up just choosing volleyball. And yeah, I played it year round all through actually since I was 12, but when you're younger, it kind of works better with multi-sport because it's not so demanding, but as you get older, you know, it, it becomes a little bit tougher. So. No, absolutely. Um, playing for, um, you know, that club team, um, you know, what was your experience, you know, as far as, you know, local travel, out of state travel? Uh, I think a lot, 
there's just like with high school teams, there's a tremendous variety, you know, so was your experience with club, was it, you know, mostly games, you know, were there trainings and practices, you know, what was that like for you looking back? Uh, it was a lot of fun. We traveled everywhere. We went to Reno, Nevada. I remember that one. Um, we went to nationals basically every year. Um, I just love traveling with, of course, your family goes and your friends. It's so much fun to be somewhere else with your friends. So, um, I had a great experience. I loved all my coaches. Um, so I, I have nothing but positive things to say about club. <laughs> I loved it. Let's go and jump into those college years. Um, I think, you know, those of us that go on into coaching and, and athletic administration, um, I think there's moments when we are college athletes that we might not realize it at the time, but it was a lesson learned that we somehow filed it away and then used it later on when we're a coach or an AD. Uh, any of those moments uh, come to mind for you from your college playing days that you end up using as a coach or an AD? Oh, Yeah. It depends on the situation. It'll come back to me every now and then. I will think about what what, what my college coach would have said, you know, if, if that happened in her practice or something we're on. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I definitely grew up in college. <laughs> I have to say my coach definitely made me grow up a little bit. Um, so I was a, it took a it took a minute, but she kind of was super patient with me and and helped me. But um, I just try to be as tough on them as she was on me. So they're prepared you know, for that next level. Cause it's rough. <laughs> All right. You, you opened the door for that one. So I, I'm, <laughs> I'm digging a little deeper now, you know, what go into that a little bit more. She made you grow up. I want to hear uh, at least one of those stories. Yeah. Um, we learned to be on time. Um, we learned to um, match shirts, things like that. Um, not make excuses. Uh, only, only go see the trainer if you really, really, really need him. <laughs> You know, she didn't want to, us complaining about something hurting that was supposed to hurt your muscles. Um, just she was super tough. Uh, but I enjoyed, you know, I enjoyed every minute of it. I I kind of soaked it all in. Like I said, I was I could take the yelling and the, the harshness from a high school coach had me prepared, but the responsibility, um, just making sure that not only we get to the games on time and practices, but also make sure the freshmen get to the games on time and follow all all of the rules. And when we broke a rule, it it was it's a team sport. So we all had to get punished for that. Uh, so it kind of, that kind of hit me hard, you know, I'll, I'll do the right thing, but I got to make sure that, you know, that, that freshman's doing the right thing, uh, following coaches rules and things like that. So. And those are those uh, components uh, that build a, a culture of a team. You know, you certainly know that, you know, when you mentioned uh, that phrase, you said, everybody hurts, uh, you know, as a football coach, you know, <laughs> and I'm, much older than you, but uh, that REM song, uh, you know, everybody hurts, you know, uh, one of our younger coaches, uh, you know, would start singing that when one of our players would come in, oh, you know, I think my shoulders or something like that. Everybody hurts, Billy. <laughs> That's true. Hey, we're visiting today with Meredith Donald. She's a certified athletic administrator. She's the director of athletics and the head volleyball coach at St. Luke's Episcopal in Mobile, Alabama. We're going to take our first break, but we're coming back with some more. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank our good friends at Gipper for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Gipper is the official social media graphics solution for the Educational AD Podcast. And if you go to gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to create world-class content for your school's social media channel. 
You can do it in seconds. It's so easy. Even I can do it. Get on social media. Your kids are. And if you're not, you're really missing out. Promote your athletes. Celebrate your teams and their accomplishments. Go to Gipper.com. Mention the podcast. You'll get a nice discount. That's Gipper.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. We're visiting today with Meredith Donald of St. Luke's Episcopal in Mobile, Alabama. Meredith, you kind of took us up through your college playing days. Share a little bit about uh, your early stops in your career. You know, and I know you were a coach before you became an AD. Maybe talk about those events that led you, as I like to say, sitting on the other side of the desk. Yeah, um, so I actually started coaching, uh, I think, my senior year of high school. I, I coached club volleyball um, just, you know, to, to get a little bit extra money, I thought. Um, and then I just ended up falling in love with it. I coached all through college um, as well, just just club, because it was opposite season of, of our season, of course. Um, so that's kind of how I fell in love with it. Um, I graduated in 2014, and I got hired right away as an assistant and a middle school coach um, at St. Luke's. And then um, the the next year, uh, the coach that was here retired, and, and I kind of took over um, from there. And we've we've been blessed. Um, we won state in 2016 and 2017, so um, we we've had some success, and we're looking forward to this year. <laughs> well, uh, again, um, I think most ads they start out as teachers and coaches, and then you know something happens to to have them uh, make that transition. What were some of the events that led to your becoming an AD? And, it, and we understand you still coach. Yeah. So uh, I think our headmaster at the time asked me if I was interested in kind of leading um, kind of the way I guess I lead my program. Um, I love being a leader. I never really thought about being an athletic director. I was kind of young. Um, I think he asked me in uh, 2019. Um, so I was very, very young. You know, my first thought was, I'm so young. Are these, you know, these older coaches going to listen to me? <laughs> but um, I, di I didn't have any issues. Um, I I kind of ran it like I did my program. I I don't really tell them what to do. I think we just work together. That's my thought. Um, I just kind of make sure everybody's organized. They call me, all the coaches here call me their work wife because I'm one of, I'm like the only female <laughs> coach here. So um, I just help out when I can. That's kind of what I think you know, as I'm moving along, just make sure everybody has what they need and I'm here to help if, if they have any questions or anything, but I, I've actually, I've loved it. Um, ever since I started, it's kind of been a goal, you know, to keep on moving up and, and be the best athletic director I can be and to help everybody that, that needs help. So that's kind of why I'm here or why I think I'm here. <laughs> you know, you, you mentioned, you know, the captain obvious point, uh, you know, athletic administration is still very much and coaching, uh, still very much, uh, you know, male dominated uh, as far as numbers. Um, what were some of the things that you did? Uh, the word intentional is a, a buzzword now, but what were some things that you did intentionally when you became the athletic director to, again, you, and you mentioned it, uh, I'm here to support them, but I'm also the athletic director. Uh, you know, what were some things that you did to kind of start the program, the moving forward under your leadership? Uh, I think just kind of meeting together, becoming like a little, uh, like a family. Um, I think, you know, I wanted them to feel comfortable coming to me and, and comfortable talking to me about anything. Um, I make it a point to at least talk to one coach every single day like this. Um, just have a conversation with them during their off period. Make sure they, you know, if they need anything, I'm here. Um, I try to go the extra mile so they trust me and 
you know, you work hard for somebody that you trust. So I, I try to, I try to do that as best I can just to make sure we have that, you know, connection and communication, that clear communication. <laughs> yeah. The, the, you know, talking the talk and walking the walk, you know, very important in leadership. Um, now you've been the, you've been at the school now for eight, for nine years. How long have you been the athletic director? Since 2021. Uh, 21. So, you know, you've been on the job for a couple of years. Can you think back to a moment? I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh, can you think back to a moment where um, you were having a conversation with uh, a coach, you know, maybe that veteran coach that's been there for, you know, 15, 20 years, uh, you know, any apprehensions going into that meeting, you know, how did you handle that? Cause I think that's, you know, a fairly common occurrence for a new, or let's say a younger AD to have to have a conversation with a, with a veteran coach. Uh, how'd you approach that? Uh, well, at the time our, um, headmaster did a good job of making sure they knew, you know, it wasn't a secret. I'm a female and younger. So, uh, I was already kind of dealing with that, but because he had clear communication with them, I never really had any apprehension. Um, to be honest, the, the lucky thing I had was when I came on as the volleyball coach, um, the baseball coach came, the football coach came. So we kind of had like a group of us. I think there's four of us. Um, the cross country coach was here. So we were all really close knit as it was. Um, and they were super happy for me. You know, they couldn't wait. So I was lucky because I came in with them and we shared that, you know, we're all newbies together experience. Um, you know, that they had been other places, but, but coming here, we were all at the same, we were here at the same time. So I think that really helped um, me kind of adjust to them because I knew them as coaches before, you know, this even started or I got this title. So that that was pretty easy for me. I, I was lucky. But it, it also speaks to a very important component of having a relationship, you know, with your coaches and, and you had that already as a coach, you know, it's going to change just a little bit, you know, now that you're the AD, but uh, no, building those relationships, uh, outstanding, great stuff. And it's, and it's great that you had the backing and, and you knew you had your backing of your headmaster. Um, that is critical in any school. You know, if you don't have that, it's going to be very hard to, to lead that department. Um, we're going to do this uh, later in the podcast, but uh, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit. Uh, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Uh, I think by email. Um, just shoot me an email. I'll be happy to help if I can. Okay. So, uh, and we'll give that email out, you know, later in the podcast. But for our NIAAA members, Meredith's also uh, on the membership portal uh, on the NIAAA website. We're visiting today with Meredith Donald, Certified Athletic Administrator and the AD and the Head Volleyball Coach at St. Luke's Episcopal. That's in Mobile, Alabama. Let's go and take another break, but we're coming back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Home Campus for their support of the podcast. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association management platform for us. It's also your one-stop platform for things like scheduling, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, coach management, and so much more. As an athletic director, I used home campus every day, and it was just great. And their staff was great to work with, too. To find out more about how home campus can help you, all you have to do is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. We also want to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. 
If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards for all the teams, for all the sports, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Their interactive touchscreen video consoles are a great way to display your school's outstanding accomplishments, your best athletes, even your school's Hall of Fame. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their great products. And when you're ready, mention the podcast. They'll give you a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational 80 Podcast. Meredith, um, we always like to ask our guests to share where they're at in their journey with their state association and with the NIAAA. So talk a little bit about, you know, how'd you first hear about, you know, your state athletic director association, and then talk a little bit about, uh, you know, your LTI experience and earning that CAA. Yeah. So um, I actually learned about it through our summer conference at the Alabama high school athletic association does. Um, they talked about it a little bit there. They sent us some emails on it. Um, so it kind of intrigued me, you know, I'll, I'm a newer athletic director, so I, I wanted to learn as much as I could. Um, I made the mistake. My first class I, I sat in was a legal class, um, and that kind of woke me up a little bit. I'm thinking, oh, man, <laughs> this is uh, – didn't know all this could, you know, happen. So it definitely opened my eyes really early, um, but I enjoyed the process. Um, I enjoyed the classes. That, that was probably my favorite class, to be honest, just because I kind of like law, talking about it and things like that. It just interests me. But um, other than that, I, I, I learned so much, um, you know, and I took the test online. Um, so it, it wasn't too, too bad. Of course, I was nervous because it's been a while since I've taken a test. But, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to getting my the master's. Um, so, yeah, I, I haven't ever been to – I think I'm going to take majority of the next classes at the conference. I like the in-person, you know. I, I think I'll take it in a little bit better, so. Yeah, your your experience uh, with that first class, you know, the you know, one of the the four legal classes that is very common and I think a little bit intentional on the NIAAA's part. You know, they <laughs> they want to um, you know, let you know any AD know, hey, this is some serious stuff. And, you know, yeah, you should be concerned, but at the same time, uh all the courses and the legal courses too, uh just have some great content. Um so looking ahead, again, here's another ambush question. Uh, you already talked about, you know, uh, you're on the path to earn that CMAA. Have you thought at all about what your project for the CMAA might be? I have not. Okay. <laughs> to be honest, and, I haven't. <laughs> and, and, and that's a great answer. But here, I'll tell you this. Um, having been on certification for many years uh, for my state and nationals, you and for our listeners, you too, you're already doing something at your school that would make a great CMAA project. Maybe it's something you're doing with your students or your coaches or parenting or facilities. Um, I guarantee you're already doing something that would be a great project. And that's what we want that project to be, something that's important to you uh, and something that you're going to really enjoy uh, sharing with others. And now with the new and it's not new anymore, uh, oral presentation option, uh, you basically get to share your project through uh, you know, a PowerPoint type program uh, with a couple of members in the National Certification Committee. It takes about 30 minutes or so. Uh, and it's it's really a lot of fun. I enjoyed writing my project out, you know, old school. But I can tell, <laughs> but I can tell you if they had the oral option, 
I would have been all over that. So contact your uh, state certification coordinator. Uh, feel free to reach out to me. Be more than happy to share uh, more information about that CMAA. Okay. And uh, uh, you, you said you're going to be at our national conference this year in Orlando? Yes, sir. I think so. All right. Absolutely. We will definitely uh, make plans to connect down there. Um, you know, for our, anyone listening national conference this year's in December, uh, at Orlando. So, um, looking at your state association, <clears throat> you know, and you, you, you mentioned that's where you kind of heard about it. Um, what are some things, uh, that as that brand new AD, what are some things that you felt were really instrumental that your state association provided you as you were getting started? Uh, anything stick out beyond the LTI courses? Uh, yeah, they, they did a lot of courses um, at the summer conference. It kind of helps us. Um, they're actually super easy to talk to. So if we ever have any issues or we have any questions, I know that I can just call them. I, I probably talk to them once a week, just asking questions, making sure I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. So that makes it easy as well. Um, and they reach out if you if they know you're newer or, you know, they always reach out to try to help. So I think that that's really that's really big, especially for me, you know, a good resource to have. No, the the networking component, I don't think you can overstate the importance of that, you know, reaching out and, and just building your network and and you become part of their network too, somebody that they can reach out to. Okay. Uh, very cool stuff. Once again, for our listeners, our guest is Meredith Donald. Uh, she's the director of athletics and the head volleyball coach at St. Luke's Episcopal in Mobile. We're going to take, take another break. I know that's shocking to our regular listeners, but uh, we're coming back with more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Huddle for their support. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that let them coach our kids up to their highest level. It was a complete professional grade solution to the challenges that they were facing. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 8 million users and turn your school into a huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, and see their scoreboards and their score tables in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Of course, we used it for home games, but we also used it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile. And their customer service, just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Schedule that live web demo today. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Meredith, um, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So once again, I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you do with your program uh, at St. Luke's that you're particularly proud of? Uh, do you have any best practices you can share with us? Yeah, um, I think a few starting out with our social media. Um, social media is huge in today's society. So we actually have um, a social media specialist that just posts about athletic events and 
awards and schedules and it's pretty incredible what she does and it's like I sent her something this morning it was posted within like five minutes um with this great graphic so she's she's incredible um so I think that's that's huge for us you know just getting the word out about what our kids are doing and what our athletes are doing um another one would be we have an uh we call her an academic coach um so we have a um person on staff that basically does everything for us <laughs> so she makes sure my, the kids are required to meet with her once a quarter um of course they go more than that because they you know she's super easy to talk to one of the nicest women you'll ever meet and she makes sure they have good grades you know they have they're staying on top of their homework you know things can get really tough when they're playing sports and actually we have so many multi-sport kids a lot of our kids don't really get a break um so she just makes sure you know they're they're energized you know they she feeds them a lot of positive quotes and things like that and if they need extra help she'll find them a tutor um she'll go above and beyond for them it's just a safe place they can go and and talk about themselves their hardships things they're going through um while on top of that playing sports so um she's pretty incredible um so yeah and then we actually every friday at um 7 30 we have um i do a captain's meeting um so all the captains of every sport can come in and just we go through a little captain's book, you know, give them little tips on how to be a good captain, how to be a good leader. And I think that's that's a lot of fun because, you know, a lot of them aren't on the same team. So they get to learn about each other. Um, so that that's pretty cool. So I would say those three things are, you know, kind of what what we love and what we pride ourselves on. Yeah. And that's great that you're allowing, you know, your coaches to be involved and, and grow themselves and also the student athletes. Uh, you know, we talked to, uh, about culture uh, a while back and, you know, it's it's a up and down and back and forth relationship. You know, the student athletes, the coaches, the AD, uh, et cetera. Since you instituted those programs, can you think of an example? And again, you don't have to mention anybody's name, kid or coach, but can you think of a. Uh, uh, an example where that type of meeting, that type of uh, activity really helped, let's say, a coach or an athlete grow and, and become a, a better version of themselves? Yeah, um, I think when captains are named, sometimes they don't realize the role they're taking on. It's just, oh, I want to be a captain of a team. They don't fully understand the responsibilities, you know, the the way their life changes pretty much. You know, they're always looked at as the soccer captain, or the volleyball captain or whatever they are they're a leader of that team. So they have to lead by example, do those things um, to make a good captain. And I think when they sit through these meetings, that really helps them realize, okay, like I can't be late for practice if I expect all of them to be on time. So, so just little things like that, I can see a difference. Um, they'll come to me and ask me, you know, how do I handle this with my team? So they're really, I think they're growing as leaders, um, you know, and, and in life, you know, I think they learn tons of life lessons as we sit in there. It's, it's, it's an interactive book. They write, um, and, and they answer questions and we talk about it as a group and they can share experiences on what's going on with their team. And we can try to provide the best advice we can to help them. So I can, I can see the captain's meetings really, you know, changing the way they view being a leader. Um, and then, I mean, our academic coach is incredible. Um, I mean, she sets up tutors if it's off campus or, or things like that. She, she goes above and beyond and they always know that her door's open. So that's that's fun to see them, you know, not come whining to me <laughs> going down there. And, and she she hears them out rather than just me. It's like, OK, shut the door. <laughs> A lot of times it's not just coach. You know, I'm going to talk to coach. It's somebody else that that really listens and gives really good advice. That's, you know, has a great 
sense of comfort about her. It's, <laughs> it's not really me a lot. <laughs> so I think, I mean, all three of them, I think are, and then the social media, like this is our first year having somebody that just does athletics. And um, it, it, I mean, we already have like 50 likes I and mean, it's, it's incredible how fast she is and how great she is. So it's yeah. great. No, again, it's great to have those different members of the team that uh, they, they take some things off your plate as an AD. And uh, I love the stuff you talk about, the leadership, particularly with the captains, but you know, all the students have an opportunity to participate in that. Um, leadership is one of those things. It's a skill. Uh, some kids are, are natural athletes, runners, swimmers, whatever. Uh, some kids are natural leaders. Uh, and I think a lot of coaches make the mistake of, okay, oh, all right, this kid's a senior. It's your turn to be captain. And they just turn them loose and that's it. And, you know, some seniors <laughs> don't have that leadership skill. So it's our job to help them develop that and, be, and become, again, the best person they can be. Great stuff. Okay. I'd like to get a copy of that maybe. For our listeners, uh, we're visiting with Meredith Donald, a certified athletic administrator. She's the AD and the head volleyball coach at St. Luke's Episcopal in Mobile, Alabama. Let's take another break, but we'll come back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Hometown Ticketing for their support of the podcast. Hometown is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and to colleges. And if you go to hometownticketing.com, their team is going to show you how to set up and sell tickets for your events, not just athletic events, but things like school plays, school concerts, dances, even graduation. And here's the best part. Every single school is assigned a dedicated client success manager that's going to provide hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Hometown Ticketing is digital ticketing that offers more. More support, more security, more customization. Go to hometownticketing.com. Let them help you make that best online ticketing solution. Hometownticketing.com. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. If you're looking for a fundraiser, stop right here. Snap Raise, hands down, the best one out there. They even have a program where they will send you your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. Nobody else does that. But there's a lot more. You've got Snap Connect, Snap Store, Snap Manage. You can see it all at snapraise.com. Dot com. That's snapraise.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Meredith, one of our uh, long-standing talking points has to do with this idea of coaching toughness. Now, uh, I'm much, much older than you. And uh, 100 years ago, when I was in high school, uh, our coaches would say things like, uh, come on, Jake, you got to be tough. Or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. And I think we kind of knew what they meant and we did it uh, in the many years since I was in high school, uh, we have figured out much better ways to communicate to kids, but I still think that toughness is an important component of sport and of life. So here's my question for you. How can a athletic director or a coach help a generation Z kid to develop toughness while also being aware of and sensitive to the very real social emotional challenges that that kid is going through that I never had to go through back in the seventies. Uh, do you have any advice for us? Um, I always, you know, when I'm teaching 
toughness um, or, or anything along those lines. I always try to get them to understand, you know, another point of view or, or a different angle of something. Um, so just to get them to listen, you know, we do a lot of mental toughness drills in volleyball because I, I think it's a mental sport. Um, I think if you're tough mentally, I guess in, in any sport, you know, you can pretty much overcome anything. And that, that includes life too. Um, so just how you do, how you deal with stressful moments, you know, if we have a breakdown in a mental drill, I stop the drill and we say, Hey, what is the right way to react when you, you know, can't hit five balls in the row in the court? Um, you know, it's not necessarily like, let me get upset. That's, that's not, you know, it's not going to help you get the five balls in the court. You've, you've got to figure out what you're thinking about. You know, are you thinking about those little things and doing everything you can do to get those five balls in the court? You know, is your elbow high? Is your approach fast? Are you too early? Things like that, rather than just, oh, I can't do it. Like, I'm going to cry. Like, not necessarily the route we want to go. We want to think about everything we can do to make sure that we're successful. Um, and I think that that helps a lot um, from the volleyball coach standpoint and getting them to understand that that's not going to help us in a game. When it's 24-24 in the state title game, you got to react how you're going to react then. So that those drills kind of teach you, you know, to be tough. Your teammates are standing around you, cheering you on. Um, so that's kind of, you know, my take on it. Um, just explain to them what we need out of them and, and you know, pouting and, and having, you know, that mentality where it's like, oh, poor me. Like, no, not poor you. These guys are, you know, you got to put them on your back and go. Um, that's what a leader does. So um, that's kind of my take on it. <laughs> Uh, no, but you, you bring up a great point. Uh, you explain to them, all right, you know, you know, this is what we're doing. This is what we mean. Uh, it's not just, and again, I'm not throwing my old coaches under the bus. It's just how they did it back then. It's not just, you know, Hey, you gotta be tougher. Uh, but you're coaching them. You're explaining them. You know, this is an important skill. You know, this, this is something that we need to do. You, know, you talked about the idea of, of mental toughness, um, and you you said we do a lot of mental toughness things. You know, can you give an example of you know anybody? We all have conditioning. You know, volleyball conditioning, football conditioning, that physical toughness. What's something that you do to that you are intentionally working on mental toughness? Um, I think one one drill we do. Um, you know, I, I set the clock. We have a hitter hitting on the other side. She's got to get, for instance, it depends on the drill of the day, but I mean, it could be hitting, you know, you got to get eight balls down the line and, and they have a partner and their partner's doing something like jump squats and they can't stop. So they get them eight balls in the court down the line or whatever it may be. Um, so they also have to think about their, their partner over there is like, it gets rough because you're watching them struggle and things like that. So they have to deal with that on top of hitting one of the hardest balls to hit. Um, I think that really, you know, a lot of them are thinking about, the wrong things like their partner over there sweating and yelling out this hurts you know um but they should be thinking about you know elbow high making sure all the fundamentals that you can do to make sure that ball goes down the line so that your partner can stop not necessarily oh my god i have to hurry up and get this in so my partner can stop doing her squat jumps or whatever it is um so i think that's one of my favorite drills to just to watch them because you see them transition every time and they're looking over at their partner like oh man this is rough like i can't get it you know like she's She's dying over there for me. Uh, <laughs> so I think that's probably one of my favorite drills. And, and you can see them when they're done, like they're hugging each other. They're like, thank the Lord. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, and we'll stop it if we need to and explain what they should be thinking about, not necessarily their partner, but, you know, the fundamentals of volleyball, of hitting or whatever it may be. Um, so that that's probably one of my favorites. But I, I love that whole concept. Uh, obviously, you're working on volleyball 
skill. Um, the mental component is there, the mental toughness, but you're also, you're conditioning within the drill. And that's what we tried to do a lot of with football is, you know, instead of just having them run sprints at the end of practice, Hey, let's be up tempo. You know, let's, let's play fast. Let's practice fast. Let's try to condition within the drill as much as we can. Sometimes you're doing that fine motor work and you're not going to condition, but uh, I love the way you uh, work all those components in there. Very cool stuff. Easy to see why you're a successful coach. Okay. Meredith, this has been really cool spending some time with you, getting to know you, uh, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. Now, you certainly know your way around the world of athletics, but we're going to take our final break here from Athletic Surveys, who sponsor this segment. And when we come back, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. So let's take that final break, and when we return, we're going to see what Meredith Donald is going to put in her new athletic director toolbox. We'll be right back. We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and an affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic directors already hear back from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe about their program. Athletic Surveys will connect you with the 2%, but they'll also connect you with the 98% that supports your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to show you how they can create a custom survey. It's going to let you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We have been visiting with Meredith Donald, a certified athletic administrator. She's the director of athletics and the head volleyball coach at St. Luke's Episcopal School, and that's in Mobile, Alabama. Got a tremendous athletic background, but right now I'm going to task her with sending out a brand new AD on the very first job, but I'm only going to let her put three things in the toolbox. So Meredith, what three items? are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox? Uh, I think my first one would be just connect with other ADs in your area. Um, it's been really cool for me to be friends with, you know, I'm, I, I talk to probably two other ADs every week, just, you know, asking them questions. They're, they've been around a while. Um, so I, I think that's huge. You know, someone in your area that you can call and ask questions and verify things with that, you know, you have a relationship with. That's That's pretty cool to me. Um, I think the second one would be, um, there's no job below you. Um, I always tell my kids this, you know, if you want someone to do it, you have to be willing to do it as well. Um, I mean, anything small, you know, just covering classes when you need or cleaning up, you know, might, might involve cleaning the bathroom or, or making sure that you have everything for game day and, um, just things like that. If you, if you expect someone to do it, you, you have to be willing to do it as well. Um, and I think the last one would probably be, um, be a sponge. Um, I heard that growing up a lot, um, just absorb everything. If, if somebody's talking, make sure that you're kind of taking it in. Don't be satisfied with, with who you are. Just, I want to always grow. I think I always want to be better. That's what I always tell myself. I can always be better. I can always be better. So I want to take in everything like a sponge that I hear, 
um, you know, good and bad. Um, obviously, a lot of people have more experience than me. So I'm just trying to learn from their experience as well. And I always ask questions and, and try to, you know, learn as much as I can so that I can be the best I can be. So I think those are probably my three things. I, I love them all. Uh, I, I love the way you phrase that. There's no job below you, you know, whether it's, you know, a kid, a coach, an AD, absolutely. Uh, and um, the category of, you know, being a lifelong learner and learning what you can, uh, we've had a lot of answers in that. Um, I think you might be the first one that used the uh, analogy of be a sponge. Uh, so there, you got an original answer in the toolbox. Okay. Um, one more time, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and become part of your uh, connection, your network, um, what's the best way they can get in touch with you? I know you mentioned email. Can you give that email out? Yeah, uh, mdonald at slesmobile.org. Okay, and again, uh, for our NIAAA members, Meredith Donald's uh, contact information is in the NIAA portal. So, Meredith, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. All the best with your own volleyball team. You got a big game this week and with all the teams at St. Luke's. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. I enjoyed it. Well, looking forward to connecting with you when you come down to Orlando for the NADC. For listeners, uh, we appreciate you listening, and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Um, we do this just about every day. So come back for new content, including great interviews on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time.